have my window for you Like I do every day Cause I'm lonely You don't know my mind You don't know my kind Dark necessities are part of my design Tell the world that I'm Falling from the sky Dark necessities are part of my design Baby, baby, what could you sit still? Who killed a bird up on your windowsill? Are you the reason that he broke his back? Now did I see you, baby, laughing out there? If I come on like a dream Would you let me show you? What I mean Would you let me Come inside Ooh, Would you let it slide All I want is a remedy Enough to please me Yeah All I want is a remedy Almost cut my head. It happened just the other day. It's getting kind of long. You could have said it was in my way, but I did it. And I wonder why It's like letting my freak flag fly I figure Like I always I always just Boom, 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 yeah Oh 
2.0. Brian, as always, is my co-host, and we welcome Steve of Off the Grid. Steve, Off welcome grid. to the Mark 2.0. Thank you so much. I'm really, really happy to be here. Thanks for being here, Steve. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what's up with the name Off the Grid? I want to start out with that. Well, um, I uh, actually live on a horse farm in hmm. a rural area in Southern Maryland, and it's like a quarter of a mile off the grid. So we're literally off the grid. <laughs> mm, wow. And, uh, you know, the band is here. And uh, just thought it would be something that would um, pretty much depict uh, the band and, and, and you know, where we're from. Yeah. 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 We're, we're probably <clears throat> 20 miles from uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, there's really the largest town is the town called Polydor. That's the country spot. Uh, country guy, pretty much. Yeah. Just on a farm, three horses. Uh, that's, that's where the lane came from. Hmm. Hmm. So it's basically where you are. You don't believe in all that off-grid living and stuff like that. You're not like a no, prepper and stuff. No. <laughs> no, I'd be lying if I said so, but Somewhat, you know, I am uh, I'm not a, a guy that typically socializes a heck of a lot, you know. I have a great respect for that, actually. Yeah, yeah. My family did all kinds of I come from a long line of like hunter cowboy guys, right? There you go. So they had cellars full of mason jars with food in it and, you yeah. know, chickens and stuff all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where were you, where you guys located? Uh, 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 that was in northern Arizona, yeah. Okay. In, we're, yeah, we're in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I um, <clears throat> actually uh, go out to Oklahoma and Texas and Iowa and some of the places there. Uh, uh, race, you know, my horses race out there on right. uh, some of the quarter horse tracks. So I'm, uh-huh. so I'm out west, you know, a couple, two or three times a year. Yeah, that's awesome. You, you know, you got horses. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Wow! Wow! So, um, <clears throat> tell me, how many how many guys are in your band? Well, typically, when we're doing um, the local concert series and, and some of the festivals in the uh, DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, 
Um, we typically roll with three. It's a three-piece unit, bass, drums, guitar, and um, sometimes I'll bring in a keyboard player, depending on the gig. If it's a, if it's a pretty hot gig, I'll bring one in. And, and if it's maybe a 45-minute set or so, you know, it doesn't require a lot of prep time for uh, for the keyboard player to come in and, and you know, get acclimated and do what we're doing. So uh, but, but typically we roll three pieces. So it's a lot different. Uh, from, you know, the bands out here on the East Coast. They're typically larger bands, keyboards, multiple guitars, multiple singers, things like that. So we, we cut it down, uh, sort of made it simple, and, um, you know, somewhat be different and see if we can catch some folks' attention. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know, when I was young, I was playing a lot of shows and uh, sang mostly. Yeah. I was always good at singer. It, it, it came naturally to me, you know, I had a naturally high voice, you know, as you can hear. But, yeah. uh, you know, we were always looking for that fourth guy to play like backup guitar. Yeah. So I was always doing that job or bass guitar. So I was always doing that job or something. And I, it didn't really dawn on me till later in life that we didn't need anybody else. We only needed the three of us, and we should have like nurtured that thing. So I really respect those three-piece bands because they're hardworking, tight. Hardworking. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, you get done. You, yeah. There's no easy way out of that show. There's no easy way out of it. You, you know, I'll be quite honest. I started out, you know, trying to form a band with a female front person and a keyboard player and. And maybe a second guitar, and, you know, maybe five or six pieces. But it was it was always like hurting hurting cats, you know. It's just you know either this person couldn't make rehearsal, or 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 they didn't like you know the direction as far as the repertoire and things like that. So you know, this bass player I had at the time, he says, "Hey man," he says, "You should think about just doing this thing three pieces." You know, choose songs that, that you can sing, cover songs that you can sing, and you know, I have my original stuff as well, and uh, and just go for it. And so, you know, that's 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 where we've been for the last four years or so. That's awesome. Tell yeah. me a little bit about those two other guys. Well, I have um, my main guy, and, and it sort of goes back to the comment you made a minute ago. Uh, the bass player has been a uh, rotating. <laughs> You know, it's, it's been a little weird out here with, with keeping one for a while. I've had a guy for two and a half years. Um, you know, he's a steady bass player, but um, maybe not as committed as I would like him to be. Uh, um, I've got a great drummer, good and steady, always there, totally committed. Uh, as, you know, what, what else would you like to know about him? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's that's great. Yeah, I was like, uh, actually, I got actually started to get pretty good with the bass. <laughs> you know, trying to you know fill that spot was just too hard, and so I started doing it. And I had to play with a pick, but it actually got fun after a while. So you guys do a lot of cover tunes, and you play originals too. Yeah, yeah. I've got an album out under Steve and um, I released three singles this year. Uh, under Steve Lee's, mm -hmm. and and we do uh, covers, and, and you know, like out here, it's uh, you know, you've got a very diverse, 
high population of, of, of blacks. Yeah. Uh, so most of the bands here either play R&B or this, this genre called go-go that originates from Washington, D.C. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Um, no. So, so, you know, it's sort of, you know, I'm thinking, wow, you know, you're having to compete with all these different bands. You know, I go to some festivals and, and you might hear three bands, maybe even four, play some of the same songs. And I'm thinking, mm. well, let's do something different. So, you know, we do covers anywhere from the Black Crows to the Rolling Stones. Nice. Uh, uh, Kings of Leon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit of everything, you know. Uh, and and then, and then the material that I've, I've got out there. And that's sort of, um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to some of this stuff. But... I'm typically a, a rock guy nice. at heart. You know, I grew up playing rock and roll. In the <clears throat> um, Mark, yeah. you know who he reminds me of? Teddy Richards. Yeah. Doesn't he? Aretha I mean, Franklin your style son. is that. We talked to Aretha really? Franklin's son, and he really? had like the same style. He he grabbed for his guitar. It was acoustic guitar, and he just did yeah. a little rock jam, you know, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, bro. Because yeah. we all kind of grew up in that really? same time, yeah. you know, yeah. and stuff. And and you kind of got that same kind of like, I think, that he has. And, you know, he he just liked that, that, oh, um, yeah. that style Absolutely. of music. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, from ZZ Top to Marshall Tucker nice. to Allman Brothers, Jeff Beck. Um, yeah, Lenny you know, Kravitz, yeah. Oh, you know, Lenny came later. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, to be, for, for me, for me he did. Mm, and, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, for me, he came a little later. And, um, and you know, I have so many people that say, wow, that sounds just like Lenny. Uh, you know, one of my original songs or, or several of them, and, and it's totally unintentional. You know, I oh. I, I, I do a couple of a couple of Lenny songs, covers. You know, live. I think Are You Gonna Go My Way? And sure, oh yeah. He wrote called B. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but mm. it's, it's a slower song, great, great song. Um, but um, you know, we I guess we're similar in that we're. Black guys play a little rock and roll, you know, that type thing. But, uh, you know, I just sort of do what comes to me, you know, in terms of writing the material and things like that. And, 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 and I would say even even my songs are fairly diverse. Um, the, the three singles that I've released this year, I've released a single called Lonely. That's considered a, you know, I'd say it's a blues song. Um, another song is called Life, which is an upbeat, happy sort of song, is the way I would describe it, a pop-like song. And um, the last one that was just released was a song called Be That. Be That way. Yeah. And that one, that's the last one I released, I think, October. We'll no, be we're happy we're... to share those out. Yeah, you know, are they right on... through here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we actually knew more you more as a cover band, and we weren't really able to really catch on to your originals until almost like the last minute today. You know, we're like, yeah. oh, he's got all these things, and we would have previewed them more, but you know, yeah. but yeah, yeah we can gladly we... preview it before. 
you know yeah. we can pull one of your videos we can even on. put it dur yeah. on during the you know that's what during I'm saying. Or, yeah 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 during the podcast so people can see it or wh whatever you want to do yeah yeah you know that's that's cool um we did um uh, what do they call the fantastic farm festival and had a video crew there that came and um you know we played some covers and played some of the original uh, songs off the album um and it's it's up on YouTube. Uh, it, it's it's uh, it's excerpts from each one of the top ten songs that and we did excerpts from that uh, you know covers and and, and originals that uh, it's up there for you to see. And you know we're 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 just trying to get things going um, uh, from you know videos and things like that. You know everything costs money, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. You don't have. Uh, you don't have uh, producers and things like that. Uh, Thank you know, God for the internet. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is a great time to be alive. And hopefully we're on the ground floor. And it sounds like you're on top of it. Really, what's your strategy, though? What are you using to drive these things out? You two? Well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll have to tell you, that's still a work in progress. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we're working with a uh, publicist, um, an independent uh publicist that's in France. I think she's in the south of France. Yeah. And uh, she actually set this video, this uh, podcast up, this interview with you guys. Um, but, but you know, it's just, now I feel the material is good. I think it probably appeals to uh, the 40 and up crowd because it's, it sort of goes back to that that, um, 80s, 70s, 80s type of uh, rock type of feel, you know, as well as, you know, that's a millennial type vibe with it as, as well. Uh, I, I guess if I had to do a comparison, Mother's Finest, I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. They were a, they were a, a, a rock, a black rock group, predominantly black rock group. It was based out of Atlanta mm. years ago. Mm -hmm. They're touring big time uh, in Europe, but uh, and they came out here and, and uh, played a, uh, a club called Birchmere, uh, um, uh, which mm -hmm. is a, a nice, you know, you see some nice bands there. Um, about five or six hundred people down the club, but, you know, it's, um, but anyway, that's uh, that's sort of prior to going back to you know, what, what my strategy is here to, um, to try to move things forward. You know, it's, you know, try to, try to let as many people as possible hear the band and, and see if they catch on and, and, and also, you know, come up with the material, you know, when we're, when we're performing, you know, and, and we've been, there's um, Reverb Nation, I don't know if you guys have heard of them. I have heard of Reverb Nation, okay, yeah. Okay, well, they had us ranked number one in this region wow. for... I think maybe eight weeks late this nice. summer. So nice. we're getting some downloads and some streams, uh, but it's not enough, you know. Mm. And so uh, to be quite honest, you know, when I look at some of the folks that are streaming the music, they're mostly out west. Mm, okay. The Midwest, California was number one. And the UK, 
Hmm. So yeah, so that that those are are the folks that more so than the folks here in the Washington metro area. <laughs> you know, uh, so you know, get, just hoping to get an opportunity to go out and showcase ourselves and, and my music somewhere outside of this region. Yeah. When you play in that region, where do you play at Festivals, at clubs? Yeah, strictly festivals and summer concert series. There's, nice. I was on the road. Uh, uh, well, that's what we called it back in the day. Uh, years ago, and, uh, you know, we played a lot of nightclubs, you know, clubs with stages and lights and things like that. But um, I've never really done it. I'm a bar guy. I'm not into the bar. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, I think, you know, I'd be, I feel like I'd be digressing. <laughs> you, know, mm -hmm. but, you know, sometimes a bar, people don't care who you are. They're just there to drink, meet the girls, have some mm -hmm. fun. I don't know if your music is really appreciated as much as they, as you would like to be. Um, and you get to wondering, are the people here, are the people here to hear us, or are they just here? And you happen to be here performing, you know, one of those deals. So I stay away from the bars. I don't like doing sports that. That's too much work. Yeah. Um, Can you even I, make a decent living doing that? No. no. I'm financially yeah, secure. So I'm not yeah. I'm not doing it for a living, you know, I'm just doing yeah. it for a love. And oh, hoping yeah. that uh, you know something cool happens. That's that's what's gonna make it great. What what are some of the most memorable gigs you've had? Oh God! Opening up for Thirty-Eight Special and Mother's Finest. Um, God, I think Leonard Skinner was on that card in Dixon, North Carolina. Woof! Opening up nice. for um, Patty Labelle. Oh, wow! And Nina, uh, the lady that was one of her Nona, Nona Hendricks. Mm -hmm. Based out of New York, she was one of Patty Labelle's friends when she had a band called Bell. There were three okay. ladies, Patty and these. You know, this is probably going back before you guys. You guys are pretty young, but, but uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was a nice gig. Chuck, Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers doing the black. Hmm. You heard that? Wow. Mm -hmm. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge hit on the radio. Yeah. So um, opened up for them, and um, let's see here. Last and you year, said this was in the South. Yeah. What yeah. what what states? North Carolina. Oh no! Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, we got a lot we of friends lot of there. Yeah, yeah. There, there was there was a really hot club there uh, called Tobacco Road. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, because that is Tobacco Road. Okay, yeah. Yeah, man, makes sense. It's, it's out in the middle of nowhere, but the club was phenomenal. Mm. You know, big stage, lights, always packed, and they brought in, in a lot of artists from. All over the country. Ugh. Yeah. Some amazing energy going that going through there, man. Wow. Alive and oh. You know, I tell you, the first time you go on a the first time I went on stage, a big stage, with the huge sound system. It was with I went 38 special and mother's finest. Oh my and goodness. There. And, you know, I I hit my guitar, I was like, whoa. I better not make mistakes. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely there to be heard, but you know, I fell in love with that big stage and, and the sounds and the lights, man. You know, and going back to playing oh, the yeah. car, 
just won't do it. That is that is awesome. That, so so what goes into like booking gigs now for your band? How do you, how do you do it? You know, most of it has been a word of mouth and meeting this person and this person uh, predominantly that way. Um, and sad, sad to say, um, you know, when you're talking booking agents, most of the booking agents are looking for cover bands. Mm-hmm. Bands to go do weddings or play bars, do three, and most of the time four sets. And uh, unfortunately, um, it's hard to get a three-piece black band in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Just fact, you know. So that that's that's definitely been a challenge for us. Um, you know, I think I'm fairly objective. Uh, where you know I hear other bands, and and I know my band is tighter, sharper, more professional intros, outros, everything is laid out and done, um, you know, and then you hear some of these other guys, it just seems like they're just sort of, put, you know, winging it as they go through, but, but they get plenty of work, so, you know, what are you going to do? It's tough. Yeah. 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 And you're not doing it for the money, you're doing it out of love. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, I mean, <laughs> would you do something different? What would you be doing different if you had, like, limitless money? Would you like create videos and everything to go with everything? Do do you do that? Uh, probably so. I I I you know funded the video uh, that, that's on YouTube now. It, it was just from a live gig, mm-hmm. but, but we had a good crew there. Sound was decent. Um, but I you know I think I would probably go that route. I think that's pretty important. But you know it's not cheap. If you're funding it yourself, I mean, if I had unlimited money, uh, yeah, I probably would do more videos. I think mm, that would probably be your part. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder what kind of videos you would put with your music. Have you ever thought about that? I think about it all the time. Like storyline and stuff? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, if you guys get a chance, check out this single um, that I dropped about a year ago the, the blues thing lovely okay that's that's one that um, I definitely had a vision for but you know you're trying to get the right uh, folks to be a part of it you know I was looking for a hot female to do it and the one that I wanted <laughs> scared to mm-hmm. death you didn't like the camera <laughs> and uh, so yeah. I said well you know we've got to do something so I just I moved forward with um, with just doing a live video. Like, we had a camera crew there at yeah. night. It's just just something that I could get out there, you know, with good digital, you know, video and, and sound quality that folks could get an idea uh, about band and about you know my music and and um, see if I could help you know in promoting the band a little bit too. So that's yeah. just, just finish that up. Yeah, you know, nice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mark. Go ahead. No, I was I was just gonna ask, when did you start or start having a love for music and knew that you wanted to uh, become a musician? You know, I tell you, 
Um, as far as I'm concerned, and and my memories of when I was around four years old. Wow. Um, you know, uh, it was it, when I grew up. There wasn't a, a kindergarten. You went from your mother's house, or your parents' house, straight to first grade. Yeah. So I guess I was around four years old, and um, my mother was always playing music. That just loved stuff like Sam Cooke and some of the uh, older stuff that I really can't remember some of the names of folks. But she was always uh, had some music playing. She had a little brown box radio. And um, this song came on the radio one morning, and um, uh, I got this weird feeling in my body, and tears started coming in my eyes, but it wasn't sadness. You know, at, at four years old, the only time you cry is when something's wrong, but uh, it was just a feeling that, that that song at that time hit me. I mean, it was physical for sure. Um, so I think that's what I, my first taste of what music uh, <clears throat> That's extremely young to yeah, have that kind yes. of emotion. You're probably yeah. an extremely gifted child. And to even remember that is also I remember it, astonishing. I remember it. I remember it in my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and so, yeah. you know, later on, uh, I guess maybe 10 or 11, you know, I was watching these shows, and these you guys never heard of them, I'm sure, but there were songs, uh, there were shows called Hollow Balloon and Shindig, and it, it's the it's the older version of um, like American Idol and forces. Oh, so, okay. Like, yeah. Was yeah. this before like Solid Gold and American Bandstand? Yeah, you're good to ride around in there. There you go. Okay. That, that came a little bit, a little bit after, but they all were in that uh, time frame. Pretty much. Mm, okay. And um, you know, and I said, hey, uh, I'll take my parents to get an electric guitar. Mm -hmm. I used to go up to. There was a couple of guys a little older than me that used to play in this church. It was a holiness church. So in that church, these guys were allowed to play. Uh, well, they didn't have the vocals, but they were doing stuff like James Brown and, and some of the more popular uh, songs, you know, as far as the, the instruments that you would hear. And they were singing uh, gospel music with it. But I yeah. stand outside that church and listen to those guys, you know. And that was before I I was just a kid. But anyway, I, I got the parents to get me a, a guitar. I think it was $39.95, man. All of them. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I had something very similar. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and the problem was I, I had no idea how to tune it. Uh, so I'd have to give this guy that actually played at the church to come by my house, and I'd have to give him 50 cents to tune my guitar. And so once he tuned it, I was just making up chords. I, I have a pretty good ear, so I could tell something I was in tune out of tune. And, and I said, well, you know, I had no job. I couldn't continue paying that guy 50 cents. So I went to um, the local jewelry store, which in this little town, the jewelry store actually sold musical instruments. So I bought a 45 uh, little record, little book with it, that says how to tune your guitar. Yeah. And uh, once I got that, <laughs> I started rolling. 
couple of years later, I was, um, you know, auditioned for, um, and this is no training, I'm self-taught. Um, I, I auditioned for what they call the stage band. It was, it was a band made up of the band instructor and, and, and musicians that were in high school that were in band and it was made up of, of that and and uh, they had horns and, and keyboards and things like that but no guitar and so um, you know my mother went to that same jewelry store and bought me my first name brand guitar which was a Fender Telecast yes and, uh, and I, I auditioned and the guy said hey man this guy's got a nice guitar you know I didn't know <laughs> but uh you know, I tried out and um, made it, and, and from there it was just one band after another, one gig after another. Um, you know, moved to Atlanta a couple of years later after high school, and uh, to play this this uh, well, we opened up for Mother's Finest, and you guys probably never heard of them. They're pretty hot band, uh, but we opened up for them at this place called Alex Cooley's Electric Ballroom. Mm -hmm. Big club, big stage, lights. Um, and then I went on the road uh, a year or so later with a band uh, out of uh, Virginia Beach. And um, and there we were playing six, sometimes seven, seven nights a week. So it was strictly covers. Um, lost weight. I was, I was slim to start with. Two weeks, my pants were falling off, you know. Oh. <laughs> that, that, that road, uh, that road life, you know, for young guys, it was, it was a little tough. Wow. Um, and, and, and then it sort of, um, I moved to Washington, D.C. area and um, got with a band called The Theory. It was a band that was a Prince uh, type band, you know, we were, we had, Wild uniforms and things like that. We're playing all the prints and type uh, music and, and the band. I thought the band was really fine. Uh, I wanted to go full time, take the band on the road. The other guys were just getting out of college. Uh, one was a pharmacist, the other one, I don't know, something, something to take a lot more than I. And uh, they, they want to. Um, they didn't want they think I was crazy. You know, you talk about putting your job and things like that. Uh, so uh, that band goes up, and that's when I sort of went corporate for quite a few years and uh, made the money doing doing that. Uh, then it was got to the point where the money was good, and, and you're able to do something different. Uh, I'm going back to playing music. That's where I am right now. Sounds like a great adventure. It's been it really is. Wow. I mean, you've got some amazing accomplishments thus far. And you're still at it. And uh, who knows? You know, your heart's still in it. And so oh, yeah. something great can definitely happen like tomorrow. Well, you never know. I, I think I think the music is, is I think it's different. I think it's you know, the variety. It's, it has some diversity in it in terms of the type of songs that I've written and and that type thing. So it's you know, me and my wife, we ride around, we listen to it, and 
are thinking, damn, that's a good song. They should be playing this on the radio, you know? You would be good at something like those services where you write music for people, you know. That too, yeah. You know, you probably—I don't know—I'm just throwing that out there. You seem like you're yeah. so experienced and stuff, and 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 a little seasoned. You know, you know how to get it done, and you know you're—you know, like you said, you're like, let's do this full time, and those guys are like. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you know, but just, just, uh, just what, what an, what an amazing and impressive record you have thus far. Very impressive. Very I impressive. Where'd you grow up, by the way? Where were you born? A little town called Falcon, North Carolina. It's in the the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, northwestern North Carolina. Mm, yeah. Very small. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a dry county, so you couldn't even buy beer in the entire county. Oh, this county was huge. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. They just, they just uh, started selling alcohol in the county. Uh, wow. Maybe 10 years ago at the most. Oh, yeah. that is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That so, is something. Wow. But, what? but one thing I will say about growing up down there musicians were, were um, not as plentiful. As they are in the in the larger cities, the metropolitan areas. Uh, so the musicians that you met typically were serious, and they could yeah. play. Mm. So I I uh, I grew up uh, under the tutelage of a, a couple of really good guitar players. Uh, at that time, you know, they they took me, and I was probably 16, 17, 18 at the most. These guys were. 20s and his upper 20s, and, but they were, you know, good players, played a lot of different stuff, and um, that's what I grew up being used to, and the type of musicians I grew up being around, and, you know, moving up here to the north, it's night and day mm. in terms of the, the dedication, um, the seriousness uh, of, of, of the musicians here, you know, most of the guys are looking for that bar gig and, and, and how much is it getting paid and, you know, that type thing. Hell, I'll play for free and pay everybody else. <laughs> uh, just, just play, you know? Well, I got that feeling when you were just, you know, earlier when you're saying, oh, you like the festival thing and you don't care about the bars and stuff. I'm like, this guy doesn't care about the money at all. No. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I, I don't think any real musician, if you have an opportunity to play a gig, a decent gig, uh, no bars or anything like that, if you have an opportunity to go and present yourself for uh, two, two, um, you know, two, three thousand people, and if, it, and if you happen to do it pro bono and you decide not to do it because you're not making anything and you're going to sit at home, just you have another gig, that's something different, but. But, you know, I could, I just couldn't turn it down. I would never do that. It's just good business, too, though. It's just, I mean, if you're going to do something and try to sell yourself, you better be a little giving. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. going to do some free stuff, Absolutely. especially early on. You better Absolutely. get used to doing some stuff for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, just great hearing hearing your story. Your parents seem to be really cool. Were they always behind you 100? percent Where were they Absolutely. born? What were they like? Yeah, well, you know, my father was an old school type guy. It's just music. Man, you got to get a job. You know, 
that type thing. Mine but, too. Yeah. yeah, mine. Yeah. Yeah. But but my mother always believed it. Nice. Uh, she would go and I don't know how she did it, but she would get me to the guitars and, and things like that. And and sometimes she'd just want me to play a few chords just so she could sit and listen, you know. Was I listening it. correctly when you said that she bought you that that Fender Strat and you didn't yeah. even realize what a great guitar she had gotten for you? I had no idea. Whoa. No idea. That made me very impressed. Your mom yeah. is very cool. Yeah. I, I heard that and I'm like, ooh, that's a good mom. Yeah. She figured out what kind of guitar to go get and she didn't ask you. She went no. and asked somebody smart, what so should I, I get? Them, probably, you know, <laughs> you don't just accidentally go buy a Fender Strat. No, no, no. She, she was probably an awesome lady. That's great. Yeah, yeah. love her, love her to death. I hate she's gone, but but she was definitely my my ace. She was in my corner. That's beautiful. So, so what can we promote for you here? What What do you want our fans to listen to? Where do where should we send them? And we'll give links down below. But just yeah. tell, give us your promotion thing. Okay. Well, we we we're on Facebook, of course. We're on YouTube. We're on iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon, Tidal, all of the streaming sites, down, downloading sites, all under Steve Lee, L E E S. Um, and it's Steve Lee and B Off the Grid Band. You can Google it or whatever and you'll find. I love the name. I love yeah. the name. And you know what? It kind of has, you know, I just made a connection just now this moment. Off the grid to me now means something more than kind of just breaking away from society. It's like musicians Absolutely. can be their own boss. Oh, yeah. Off the grid can mean like a lot of different things. You know, me and Mark over there, we're off the grid by doing this podcast off the grid. You're off the grid because we everyone's steering clear of these big companies. Yeah. yeah, even major artists that we interview, they're they're all doing it. Yeah, really? and it's like the most beautiful thing. It's the most beautiful Absolutely. thing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, it's it's um God is almost the only way to go now. I mean, unless you have a connection or um, to get in the door with some of the big boys, um, an independent thing is, is um, I don't know, it's definitely, I won't necessarily say the way to go. If you've got somebody to throw you the big bucks and give you a big budget to go to the studio and record these albums, but if you're, if you're, you're working in independent, um, you can That's just it, though, brother. I respect you. I don't respect all that much that's coming out of people that roll up in limousines anymore. Yeah, that's a great point. They have too much money driving their sound, and I don't like it anymore. No, I agree, man. I agree. What a beautiful time. I, totally. I, listen, I listen to some of the top 40 stations here, and you know, it just seems like everything sounds the same. Uh, you got a lot, a lot of uh, electronic in there instead of just oh, raw guitar, bass, drums, keyboards. You know, I'm, I grew up with that, and everything there was just digital. And you get a beat from wherever you get a beat from, and you put stuff on top of it, and all of that. Uh, 
Oh, know. You know what? We were playing speed metal, but we were listening to gangster rap because it was yeah. like, holy, yeah. did you hear that? You know, it yeah. was new. And I was yeah. like, wow, yeah. you know, and we couldn't get enough. I mean, it was just yeah. like that. I mean, and that is cool. And that's why you I like how you can't really describe your music because somebody's going to go, wow, you can feel the guy's heart in this thing because, yeah. you know, and, and you know what it's like to be in a hard working band. Yeah. You know, so so just just great having you here tonight. Yeah. You have any more questions, Mark? I'm sorry, I hogged the guest. No, I no, love this is you great. know I love musicians so much. I yeah, he is the music like you. He is really the music guy, more the actor guy. Although mm-hmm. I yeah. I used to yeah. study the charts books, I, and now I'm looking okay. at it and I'm like, yeah, the Billboard charts book because I I listen to everything. He was more metal, and now I'm looking at it like. I like the stuff that's not, that didn't chart. You know what I mean? Especially yeah, today, yeah, guys yeah. like you, and you're not under like jurisdiction. Like I've yeah. I've interviewed people who have been held to a record label. You know, and when you're held yeah. to that record label, you have to do even people like George Michael when he yeah. did Listen Without Prejudice. They they want to promote it because yeah. it was his own style of music. And they're like, no, we want you to do more like Faith. You know. And, you know, for the last two years, I don't even listen to a radio or anything like no, that. I found not. artists on YouTube that I like that are better than anything I can go just to, uh, uh, like, <laughs> I almost said record store, but that's just, like, yeah. so YouTube gone. YouTube is our record store, yeah. <laughs> I love so, going to the record store. I miss it, bro. I, I do. do. That, that I do, yeah. Yeah, I got hair dye, and we used to dye our hair, like, blue, like, a long time ago in the 90s that long blue hair, rock shirts and just those remember the vinyls with prints on them and stuff like pictures and oh man those were the days yeah yeah different because everybody's music is just right here they're alone and it's just right here but you were like you don't even want to play bars you want to go to the festival where there's like a group it's a group experience i mean that's where music comes from you had to have other people or it didn't happen but now it's just like this box and we have to break out of all that and i and i hope these podcasts keep going and we keep connecting like this because you know because you know everyone i hope everyone Get down, get over to his channel, subscribe to his channel, everybody, yeah. please. Give him a like, listen to his music, you know, pick something up, you know, support each other, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's great having you. Yeah. Sure.